I'm gonna go back to the book. Imagine you're a connoisseur who has seen, heard, or tasted something new and powerfully irresistible. Something that we're talking about, there's something here. You, you, you might simply just treasure the moment and like, oh, that was really cool. This conversation's great. These guys are talking about something, but where is it all headed, you know? But I don't know, it sounds cool. So you might just do that, but if you're a connoisseur, you might be spurred to embark on an adventure, a quest to understand where is this all coming from? What ingredients were used? Where were they sourced? Who grew, created, or designed this? And what we're talking about here is that as a connoisseur at the deepest level, you're like gonna take the time to explore, which is what we're doing here. you can be present while life is happening and amongst the happenings of life. You don't have to be on a cushion by yourself. There's a need to pause. There's a need to stop. And is it personal need or is it a global need? And for us, you know, our podcast logo has the earth at the center for a reason, because it is an invitation to all of us to pause and show up. For me, it's the thought of this is going to fly by before I know it. I am one day going to look back reminisce on this and wish that I could just for one more day walk him that quarter mile from the parking lot to the school facility. Today's session would be seeker, practitioner, scholar. Welcome to the Quest for Presence podcast. This is an intentional community of time weavers. Many of us have been burdened by clock time. We forget that there are so many wonderful and beautiful features in this gift of time. Come join us. There is a treasure for you in every episode. Questing as a seeker, questing as a practitioner, questing as a scholar, in the wholeness of that approach. So you can be whole as a seeker. You think seeker, well, I have to seek something in order to be whole. But in fact, one can be whole just being a seeker. And one can be whole in their practice of this work. One could be whole as a scholar. So showing up in whatever approach or role you're taking, showing up as a seeker, showing up as a practitioner, showing up as a scholar, and being whole in that. For me, as an adult child of divorce, the idea that um, I missed out has always in my own healing come back to, well, no, wait a second. It was supposed to happen the way it did. Otherwise, I could have had it worse. Mm. And there's another term there, which is you know redemption, reconciliation. And so for me, the 
the this questing for presence is as much about wrapping all of that together into the whole time of our life. It's it's not like I'm leaving the past behind and shutting the door. It's I'm reintegrating it, you know, memory reconsolidation. And so the quest, being a connoisseur of time means embracing as much as possible what has happened, integrating it, transmuting it, and yeah. having it be part of our life. Yeah. And even though there's grief and sadness and pain and hurt, it's not just about uh, being informed by trauma, but about being made whole, right? Yep. And that, that's the whole idea of whole time, which we'll keep coming back to over and over and over again, that quest is not only for be here now, it's quest to be here for the whole time of your life which includes those memories in Italy, which includes all of that, because it's all here, it's all right now. So we keep thinking that be here now is just about our sensory, smelling the you know mindfulness, be with your breath, feel the temperature. It's also about even all of who we are and who we've come to be in our wholeness. That's how I, I understand this work. We're here to be whole, to make whole, to help each other be whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny you say that. On the way in today, that was the the that was what was going through my mind was wholeness, um, integration, reintegration. Um, the again with the Hebrew shalom. It's not perfection. It's wholeness. And and so I don't. It's, it's just interesting you bring that up because all the way over, I just kept thinking about that a lot as to part of the journey of our life uh, is in presentness, we are actually redeeming or reconciling or reintegrating the past Mm -hmm. as, as part of our healing. Is that, is that what kind of, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, in fact, are you a seeker practitioner or scholar art? Hmm. Well, I, 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 want to be all three i think i am all three and i like the way you described that but i did like the way you said you could be whole in any one at any given time you don't you're never finished uh in a way and so um yeah i i think i'm in all three roles and i'm interchangeable yeah well i know what i'm not and that is a scholar <laughs> <laughs> So Wait, that, Ronnie. Ron, Ronnie's definitely a seeker. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think about my love for uh, relationship, uh, relationships, excuse me, community, and uh, for people. And uh, one of the cornerstones uh, of my purpose or life focus is hearing people's stories. So um, I think you have to be a seeker to accomplish that. What What is it that provokes you to be a seeker that's the question i do not know i'll keep listening though it it, it, isn't seeker another almost synonym for quester yeah yeah but that's the question i mean what led you or what leads you or what has led you what has I just, it, it's hard to put into words, but I just know, I know the feeling I get. And uh, <laughs> it's just, just a very high level example. I mean, I, 
I, I came into our first recording, you know, uh, expecting Art to be here in studio with me, and he wasn't. And that that took something from me, you know, because I, I just valued, I, I knew I would get to wherever that was if Art were physically present with me, if I could, if I had the blessing or privilege of being physically in his presence, because that's an opportunity for me, for me to reconnect with Art, for me to be with Art, for me to hear what's new with Art. And that, that whole, those feelings take me to that place. And there's excitement, there's joy that comes with that. And that, that's no offense to you, Joel or Christy, either. <laughs> let, me, let me just put that out there. Uh, <laughs> know, but, but, but so that, but that, there's something there that you, you like, you seek to connect. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. Community or to commune, to come together as one. Which is wholeness, wholeness again, right? It is wholeness. And I think going back to our previous, you know, invitation, I also, you know, what comes to me in listening to Art and Ronnie is it's an invitation to a calling. Mm. Something's calling us to something new, to something higher, to, to an expansion or an understanding and I, I feel like globally, we're all feeling that. We're mm-hmm. feeling that tug. And when you talk about, you know, we've talked about ego and different things. I, we have taught and we continue to teach a wedge because, um, you know, and I call that edging God out. But that wedge is, is separating us from the present from always live in the future. We teach our kids in school. If you think about it, we immediately indulge them in what's next, the future, which going to be, which instead of being a child and imagining and Einstein talks about this, that, you know, the imagination being so powerful, but in order to do that, you have to be present. It is, it's magnificent. And when you're here, you can imagine, you can, invite and I mean and and the essence of you begins to unfold and come out and I believe that this invitation it's an invitation to the calling to to reimagine life the idea is that we first have to pause yeah yeah before we can show up before we can listen and imagine Mm -hmm. and And I I think that takes in you have to be a seeker of that, you know, and, and, and a practitioner of that and a scholar of that, like, like, I think it, it takes in all those, you embody all those, whether you realize it or not, but in one way or another, you're embodying all those to be, to embrace that. For me, I I just want to make sure because listeners are like, why do I even need to pause that? Because I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. There may be people who are like, why even bother to pause. I get that they may like, they get it now because they want to have, you know, treasures. They want to have a life. They want to be able to imagine. They want to have freedom. And there are many, many, many of us who don't pause. So it's like pause, show up, listen. That's my question is, so in as you're you're saying that Joel, I'm, I'm just wondering, I, I don't, know this is accurate or not but even if the concept of sabbath is is uh, a pause 
Oh, it is. Oh, it's definitely right. It's right. A, but I'm wondering if it is 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 an archetype of what you're talking about. Oh, it, yes, it is. For according, you know, you keep going back to the Hebrews. <laughs> no, I will. I, at some point, we'll talk about Heschel's book, The Sabbath. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I'm just I'm just trying to make a New York Jew feel at home. <laughs> You, you, you're constant, constantly Aww. moaning about not being at home, you know, having that melon. I just try to, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He, he, really, he really is a loving creature, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all payback art. Yes, and, it's, it, and I'm enjoying it. Right? That's funny. That's funny. So, but I have to ask the question, is it a personal need? to pause or is it a global need i I think it's i think it's both i do too what's happening that's what i'm asking let's raise the site here why what is the earth telling us what is the political situation telling us what is the economy telling us what is society telling us what is diversity equity and inclusion for example telling us you know Mm -hmm. what is all of that telling us in terms of this idea of pausing first? This, and I have to ask this because if I'm sitting on the outside listening, you're saying to pause. Well, we pause in many ways, but that I think, I think kind of diving deeper into to the thought of pauses, how are you pausing? Are you pausing bringing the past and the future into it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Or are you pausing in a surrender in a, to the quietness, to the oneness? And um, I think defining that or, or coming to the understanding or, or that conscious thought of what is pausing, because I have paused. I mean, I have went through my life, you know, trying to understand meditation fully. And it, it, it was very hard for me because I was bringing so many thoughts and it's like, and I never found peace in it. Like, and I think a lot of people, and you understand, a lot of people are like that. So I think it's hard to get past, you know, how it's going to affect everything outside of this until I understand the pause. Like, what, what does that really mean to pause? What does it really mean to be present? And I'm asking that. Like, I would love to hear people because... I, although this is something I said, you know, be present and that, that still is hard because I still, I don't know how I can fix anything outside of me when I have all this going on in this moment. So how do I, how do I be in this moment in order to help the world or help myself or help, you know, be more for my family? And I think I'm going to throw out the garbage. No, I'm going to throw out the garbage and I have a recyclable. And my habit is to just put it into the trash. Right. Or do I pause and put it into the recycle bin? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a very simple, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I have the chance to go ahead and order something from Amazon and know that the truck that's going to take it, he, take it here to me is going to use gas. Or I can accumulate a number of Amazon things and have it all delivered at once and thereby save on trips. 
So this is the primary thing that we're not getting to, which we have to get to, I think, is that the earth, we're, we're so accustomed to convenience and to mm-hmm. automatic, just getting what we want when we want it and getting it now, going shopping whenever we want. When, you know, the Sabbath, we were not supposed to shop. So we're not, we're getting a little too esoteric in my mind. I mean, I'm just, we, we have to come back to what's actually happening and how much have we just kind of like taken convenience so for granted. And my, my fear is that we've taken it for granted so much that there's got to be a reckoning. There's got to be a reckoning. And that, but what I just said is a perennial thing throughout history. You know, you heathen. There's always been this, di- this archetypal dynamic where people just, you know, do whatever you want. Uh, but you, there will come a day, you sinners, where you shall receive justice. So it's the same old theme, but it's really in our face now with regard to everything. You know, political strife, climate change, whether you believe it or not, it's there. Yeah. And so it's all about this idea of we're not pausing. We're just going all around our business, wasting all kinds of planet yeah so sorry are you saying then that there's going to be uh, a force in the universe or the universe itself that's going to kind of force us to pause that's the question 